Shoney is a self-made man. He has built two companies and continues to be successful. To go up in the ranks, he started as a door-to-door salesman and has only been going up from there. Well, Sony, thanks for being on the show, my man. Absolutely. Before we even get started, do you think we can get a little bit of a feel of who you are, kind of your past experience and stuff like that? Yeah, for sure. So uh, I, I'm kind of the guy that chases uncertainty. <laughs> uh, I love I love being able to stretch my capacities and, and try to grow as much as possible. And so always looking for opportunities that are, are going to be a little bit challenging. And over the past couple of years, that's exactly what I've I've encountered is some challenging um, experiences and and on the other side, I've always seen that growth that I've wanted. And But those ups and downs, I've been able to learn so much about business and about being willing to go to those lengths that other people aren't willing to, because there's so much that can be learned. And that information is used down the road. I'm grateful for the time I had in door-to-door. I've you know, made multiple hundred grand years. And the biggest focus has been that the experience, the knowledge, the wisdom, the, the relationships has been so much more valuable than the money that I've made in that time. And that's what I'm going to be able to take with me down the road and be able to utilize for my success down in the future. Well, that's pretty intense. Way to go, man. In the door-to-door game, um, I've been top 1% producers personally. And then I've also been a top 1% leader. So, And so I got to the point where my third year, I made $250,000. Um, my fourth year, I made two seventy, And then my fifth year, which I just completed, was last year, I made just under 300000 in that five month period. How'd you get into the door to door industry? It was just simply a, a friend reached out to me and I was already in sales and said, Hey, come try it out. So, and, um, I understand that, you know, there's a difference between relative income and absolute income. And I'd rather make the same amount of money in a quarter of the time and be able to use my other time for doubling down on school and, and, you know, doing things that I actually enjoy doing. Had an amazing experience. My first year I did, I matched the income that I made in a whole year, the prior year. Um, but then the second year I made my first six figures. So I doubled my income and I was still doing it in a four month to five month period. And so I was able to have so much more time to be able to do things that actually were fulfilling for me. Um, and that's actually where I really started getting into reading is because I had so much more time and I started to invest that time into really developing uh, myself and trying to, to you know, grow continually um, during that time frame. So wait, so you really didn't do anything for the rest of the year. You just earned it real quick and then started developing yourself. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, so I, I completely took off. So it was, oh my uh, it was about four and a half months to five months on, and then I would take six to, to eight months off. And so during that off season, it was like things like vacationing, but then also developing myself. So going to different seminars and coaching programs, things like Tony Robbins and, and mastermind groups. And, you know, a big portion of my time is, is also just learning for myself through, you know, reading books and, and being able to see how I can apply that in my life. And really what it was about was like, hey, how can I get stronger for next summer? Because if I can improve, then it's all about really just maximizing my time. And so that's why I invested those six to seven months. It's more about sharpening my axe, right? So instead of going and chopping down the trees continually year round, it was about how, how can I sharpen my axe to become more efficient, more powerful, and be able to also help other people grow their income as well. And that's been my main focus over the past two and a half years is, is all shifted towards leadership and helping other people to duplicate what results I've, I've created. Wow. It's quite the success story through all of it. Has it been like surprising you how things have been changing, how well you've been doing? Yes and no. Um, <laughs> there's, I had a mentor when I was 19 cause I, I come from a very different background. Um, as far as my family life, I didn't have both parents growing up. So a single mom and, and we were homeless at one time. 
uh, when I was 12 years old. And, and from those experiences, like I know what it feels like to not have, I would say, comfort, security, those some of those human needs. And so for me, in, at this time in my life, like I realize I have complete control over my outcomes. And so I would say if I look back at my 19 year old self and say, man, I can't believe where I'm, you know, I, I really couldn't believe at that moment that I'd be where I'm at today. But now it doesn't surprise me because I understand the power of the mind. I've seen the work that I've put in. And so that compounding effect of, of those small daily actions or habits have just started to add up. And so I know I'm just scratching the surface of what's going to be, you know, five, 10, 15 years down the road, I'm going to be in a completely different place based off of the, the principles I've obtained. All right. Awesome. How has your mindset on life been changed by the books you read? Great question. Well, honestly, before getting into the, the changes that have shifted in my mindset, I, I think it's important to add really the context that our brains are the most advanced supercomputers on the planet, right? And they're, they're the most sophisticated technology on earth. And the best part about it is that our minds are programmable. And that's a, a principle that I learned when I was 19 years old. One of my mentors helped me to understand how we can literally program our minds for certain outcomes. And the question then becomes, well, how do we program it? And the most thoughtful way to do it is by being consciously aware of what we put into our minds. So our, our mindsets are consistently being programmed by both consciously and, and unconsciously, uh, by external uh, forces as well as internal. And one of the my mentors, Jim Rohn, and, and uh, he's he has he's actually one of my favorite authors as well. Um, he said to stand guard at the door of your mind. So you have to be consciously aware of the thoughts and beliefs you let into your mind, because they shape how we feel, you know, if we feel rich or poor or cursed or blessed, all based on the information that we let into our minds. It's interesting to have this kind of perspective to actually think you can program your mind to achieve a specific outcome. Yeah, for sure. So um, kind of getting to your question as far as how my life and my mindset specifically has been uh, shifted by the books I've read is it, it's literally changed everything in my life. As far as the relationships I've built, uh, my financial stability, my understanding of how life can improve um, has all been based off of the, the books that I've read. And it's interesting because I think we can read books that help us to improve our relationships. It can help us to better understand money and how to create wealth, uh, how to win real, uh, in real estate, the, the art of influence and persuasion. And there's so many different topics that we can be able to read up on and really program our minds for the specific outcome that we want. All right. Our next question we have for you is, what's been the book that has influenced you the most? And how did you find the book and why? Why did it influence you so much? I'm definitely going to have to go with 12 Pillars by Jim Rohn. There's, there's honestly a lot of books at the top of my list, but it, it really comes down to this, that we all have like these needs that, not, that have to be met in life, right? Okay. Uh, we're all constantly trying to satisfy those needs. So like our most basic needs are just food, water, shelter, pretty simple. Uh, but then we also have needs of security and certainty, and, and we also need to feel significant and feel seen and heard. But our deepest cravings in life actually include a desire to, to grow and to become better than we were yesterday. And it's also very important for us to be able to make a positive impact in life. And, and that's basically the ripple effect that we have on other people. So to me, in order for us to maximize our positive impact on the world, we have to create a solid foundation in our own lives that supports our gifts and our talents and our vision. And, and this book helps you to identify what 12 pillars of success look like. 
So from understanding like the value of, of relationships to the efficient use of your time, how to set and achieve goals, how to become more valuable as a person and grow your income, leaving a legacy and, and much more. So this book has, for me, been ultra valuable in creating a, a foundation to build my life on top of. I definitely feel that books, it's kind of like talking to it's really just talking to the experts, right? You're able to listen to somebody that's really studied a topic, and especially Jim Rome. I mean, he's got some really great interviews I've been able to watch on YouTube and stuff, but that's definitely a guy who can have a big effect on your life. Yeah, I think it's interesting. It's like most people don't realize the in order to build a rich, dynamic life, uh, the biggest thing you have to do is be able to have mentors, right? Have somebody who can kind of give you some perspective from a thousand foot view or 10,000 foot view, meaning there are people who have actually found success. Um, for example, Jim Rohn's a perfect example. He, you know, when he passed away, it was worth $500 million. Well, there's something he's doing differently that he's put into books and he can share, right? And, and it's interesting. There's a, there's a quote, I think it's Carl Sagan's, and he said that a book is proof that humans are capable of working magic. Oh, really? Because even though Jim Rohn has passed on, he can still talk to me in my mind by me simply reading this book. And it's like him being able to transfer his wisdom, his knowledge, his years of experience straight to me. And so I can be able to obtain that in, you know, two, three hours of, of just reading his book. Yeah. Um, but there's something that you said about how it affects your relationships. Mm. I don't know. Do you have any kind of story yeah. of how your book reading and what you've been learning has been influencing your relationship with your wife? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So I've been married for three years now. And one of the things when it comes down to reading is it's reading is not just about reading a book just to read it, right? It's about trying to identify certain principles that you can actually implement or apply into your own life. And so there's plenty of books out there that are all about emotional intelligence or about building relationships. So for example, um, for me, emotional intelligence is a big key with developing relationships. And what that is or what EQ means or emotional intelligence is really me being able to not only master my own emotions rather than my emotions mastering me, but me being able to also pick up on how you or uh, like, let's say my wife, how she feels at each moment, how I'm making her feel and how I can adapt to make her feel more comfortable, more loved and feel like our relationship is thriving. And so um, I use this a lot as well in business. So it's like, how do I be able to, uh, you may have heard of the book of how to win friends and influence people. Uh -huh. All right. That's a perfect one for relationship building. It's like, how do I develop my life in such a way to where I'm actually attracting people? I'm a magnet to people because they want to be uh, around me and they, they see the energy that I have and it actually helps lift their lives to a higher place. And um, so for me, reading has, has helped me to identify how I can better live uh, a fulfilling life and that bleeds into other people's lives and makes them want to be a part of it. So have you ever just like pulled out one of these um, emotional tricks, let's say on your wife and she's been like, what are you doing Shoni? <laughs> no, it's, it's not, I definitely want to say that they're tricks. They're more of uh, you can find books that are more based on um, lifestyle. I would say lifestyle, but also just like, best practices for developing relationships. So we're talking about people who, like I mentioned, who have been very successful with developing relationships. But what they share is that there's principles to building successful relationships. For example, one of them is um, your needs are my needs. And what that means to me is that at every moment, Ryan and Tyler, my biggest focus is whatever your needs are, 
that's what I'm going to create to be my needs in this moment. Because if you, if I come up to you and I'm, and I'm showing up in a way where you can tell that I'm invested in helping you to get whatever you're wanting in life at that moment, how does that make you feel if you know that I actually care about your needs? Um, it'd make me open up to you a lot more than I usually would and help me give you a lot more of my trust in goals and stuff I want to accomplish. Absolutely. The key word that you just said was trust, right? So it's like trust is the power or the key in relationships. And so that's like one very simple principle that, that I've learned through re- reading books is that your needs are my needs. And that's how I've built everything that I've done in the past five years was based off of, of one of those principles. Okay. Very good. All right. How has this quote, taking a step into growth, affected your personal life and your relationship with the people around you? Mm. The quote you guys shared with me, which I love, is you either step forward into growth or you step backwards into safety, right? And really, it's just it's understanding that growth is a foundational principle to living an abundant life. And when I say living an abundant life, I mean living at the edge of your potential from moment to moment. So continually reaching for your capacities. And I don't know if you guys have ever done yoga or, or at least if you've stretched to, to touch your toes, it's uncomfortable at times, right? And you can kind of feel a little bit of pain, but just because it's uncomfortable or painful doesn't make it bad. No, for sure. So we have, have the pain of stretching is actually a good thing because on the other side of that pain is an increased flexibility. And likewise, when we seek for opportunities to grow in life, it may be painful. It, it may cause us to kind of overstretch our capacities at that moment, but we gain new levels of opportunity and our capacities expand. I love the explanation you gave and you can tell you have a lot of experience with this. But do you think you can narrow it down to one maybe moment in your life when you felt like you were stepping into growth rather than stepping back into comfort? I actually was, I should say I was, kind of like a hermit <laughs> because of some of my childhood experiences. It made me where I don't, I didn't like talking to people, let alone strangers. Wait, so you're saying the Shoney Ivans was lame? <laughs> yeah, yeah, 100%. I was, uh, I was fearful. And that really stretched me in those moments. But that's where success lies, is on the other side of growth. To the extent that our financial capacities and our our abilities to build strong relationships is actually predicated on growth. And that's one of the biggest downsides I see in society nowadays is that a lot of people would rather play it safe, right? Uh Rather than search for opportunities that are going to stretch them and, and make them grow. But in reality, in order to actually be fulfilled or to feel like you are living a successful life, you have to strive for opportunities that, that are going to cause you to grow. Awesome. Well, we really appreciate being on the show, my man. And we wish you the best. Yeah, kill it. Likewise. Hope you guys have a great right. day. Thank you so much, Shoni. No problem.